Help us to give us the knowledge, the thoughts, dear God, and just to speak from the heart, dear God, and just to touch all the viewers that's all over the world. Father Jesus, you know our hearts, dear God, and we just want to continue to do the work that you put us on this earth to do, dear God, and it's to, it's to put you first in everything we do. And as we come together again today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah. So, guys, um, we were supposed to start out with the video, but I'm not going to be able to show the video because of um, um, some last-minute change. It's on another settings. So, we're just going to have to go without the video. So, let me let you um, open up the floor, Ian, just to welcome the viewers also. And then um, Rochelle will just introduce herself. And then I'll just come back with the word, um, an inspirational word from the book. Um, we got the author here today, so I'm going to, my inspiration today, I've been reading her book all day today, so I just thought that it was appropriate for me to give you something from the book that I'm inspired by. So I'll hand it over to you, Ian. Good afternoon, good afternoon again to all our fans, our viewers, wherever you guys are watching from, we just want to welcome you another week to the platform, Real Talk with Ian and Ian. And this week, we have the pleasure of sharing the platform with no other than a champion athlete, an author, and an entrepreneur, Miss <laughs> Rochelle Forgenson. We want to just welcome you to the platform. You know, we, we, we can feel your energy from a distance. You know, so we just want to welcome you today to this platform, Real Talk with Ian. Ian. <laughs> welcome, Thank Rochelle. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And I'm, um, I am truly happy that you guys took the time to invite me to your platform. It is, it is truly uh, an honor to be here. So thank you very much. All right. Awesome, guys. So guys, you want to kick the program off. I'm just fascinated and inspired by this book. I mean, uh, I, I really believe after the program, I have to get me a copy because the more and more I read, it's the more and more I want to read more. And um, I'm not the person that um, like to read a lot, but I'm drawn by inspiration. So, you know, if I'm reading something, I believe that um, if, if the, um, you know, it, it pulls me in, so that that, spring, that speaks a lot of volume. But what I want to share with you, uh, my inspirational today is, is just a little passage from the book, um, Oh God, See Me. And it's a journey that discovers self-love, self-esteem, and self-confidence through the eyes of God. So um, the, the, the description of what I want to read is, um, it will start like, have you ever heard or believed that you, have, you're, you aren't good enough? That's unworthy and not valuable? That's you are unlovable? Maybe I've been through a relationship, a partnership, or a other encounter that depleted your self-esteem and confidence. And now that you are struggling to feel great about yourself again, well, you are not alone. There's currently an epidemic of low esteem, self-sabotage, and low self-value all across the globe. Comparison, uh, uh, persuado, uh, forgive me, um, social expectation and toxic relation have led us to a destructive path and self-devaluation, thus making us lose sight of who God created, created us to be. We then proceed to a mark with 
the hope of fitting into a pop culture standard and in 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 the process we lose our christ-given identity and unique quality guys i want to share that with you i thought that was powerful um i could go on and read um you know that one of our favorite passages psalms 139 verse 14 that says i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made that's some powerful word so i just really inspired by the book um i'm just so delighted to actually have here and she's going to give us a lot more details and some um inspirational from the book some of her um where she got over um obviously if you read the book you'll see that this is um, a story that she wanted to share um some of it probably been from um experience herself so we'll find that out later but before we get into the book guys as you guys know that um we want to let you know a little bit about russell and um so we're going to just back up and we just want to give you um a description and she's going to share with you where our journey starts obviously we know that she went to stats but we just want to know what part of um saint elizabeth she's from and what was the inspiration for her to go to stats so there you go rochelle absolutely thank you very much so um i am from warminster saint elizabeth and uh that's about maybe 12 15 minutes outside of santa cruz so i live fairly close to stats so um that's where i was raised i went to austin primary school down in uh myersville so that's where my roots uh come from um but i started stats back in 2005 i um wanted to go to stats because uh believe it or not five of my siblings went to stats before me so it was kind of a trend thing um but aside from that i heard about you know the great things that happened at stats and that inspired me to want to go there um that was actually my first choice when i took the the gsat the gsat in grade in grade six and i passed for stats so i was very excited about that um but uh anyone who knows me and i i have plenty classmates hopefully they're watching um but i started um my track and field journey and i was at stats of course and i was discovered by mr milton brown in uh yes mr brown in in yeah. uh my pe class so one day we were at pe class and uh mr brown wanted us to run a, a 100 meter race and um of course i won my my heat and then he was like okay you have to girl you have talent and um that's how i began my journey um in track and field at stats and it has been a wonderful journey i learned a lot i met a lot of great people i had a lot of great mentors from stats and um you know i wanted to do something great and become a mentor myself to anyone who needs help in any area so i'm offering my services just as how many teachers has have offered their services to me so stats has been has morphed me into the woman that i am today so i am grateful for that all right well you know, you know we're going to get into a lot more details with stats but we just want to hear the journey so um you know as you know that um 
you know, we, 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 we always excited about our past student and um, we're, we're very honored, especially with uh, the work and integrity. So we believe that um, the foundation was set. So we really want, we're going to spend a little time and um, Ian is going to, um, you know, um, follow up with, with the questions. Um, I did, you know, plenty of questions. So um, I'm going to hand the podium floor over to him. All right, Rochelle, as I say, just welcome again to the platform. You know, it, it, it is just fun to have you here. I can tell you one thing. You bring a lot of energy. Uh, I basically, from last night into this morning, just knowing that you're going to be coming on today, I wake up and I wake up with, when I say a vast amount of energy, I feel <laughs> like I could go a 10 truck, ton truck. That's how much energized I am just knowing that you'll be on here tonight. And with that said, I, I just feel that energy. I know you radiate that energy. You can see it in your group. You just radiate it. So, you know, before I even get into it itself, so I know that your community, War Mister, is already watching because I have one of my critics here. And before I put up the post, he thinks it means the man. That, that one is for my community. You know, it was so it was so proud of you, you know. And then before I put it up again, I see like two more of my close friends and they were like mentors to me. They're like, that's a that's a great lady. All of a sudden, my college bachelor, um, now I would have teach at steps. She texted me, that's my student. And I realized, you know, right there and then, guess what? You have lived a good life. And furthermore, we put up a posting which Ian was gonna show earlier, you know, with rich innocent in the background singing. And, yeah. and and just some of your photos going across. And that have reached over 6,000 plus viewers. You know, that tell me something again about you as an athlete, as a person. So, you know, with all that energy, I want you to take to your community and how much of influence you are there and who influence you. I know it has to be your parents. So just tell us a little bit about the community of Warminster, where you're from, and your parents who brought you up by such a beautiful young lady who absolutely absolutely um so warminster has been an integral integral part of my uh growth um beginning of course with my parents um they taught me uh great principles that i live by today um my siblings as well and also there are some pillar in the community um that i learned a lot from and the first one would be for me personally would be uh the librarian miss uh susie one of my favorite one of my favorite people miss susan levy and i used to go to the library every summer every summer i read a lot and she 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 encouraged me and um you know that was my my starting place for learning and my dad made sure that hey all of us all of my myself and my siblings that we were uh integrated in that environment uh, specifically uh, for our education and he pushed that onto us. Um, he pushed us and supported us in that way and he, he, he allowed us to go to the library and that's where I met tons of people. I, I grew a lot, I read a lot and um, that, that was a huge part of it. And um, just 
people in the community, surrounding community, they were supportive. And even when I was an athlete, I was competing for stats, you know, everybody, were, they were cheering me on, you know, they would encourage me when they saw me in the streets that, you know, even my church, uh, Warminster New Testament Church of God, um, that was a, a huge part as well of not just my spiritual growth, they supported me, uh, my pastor, uh, Pastor Kenneth Adams and his wife and every church member, they were very supportive. So without that, I wouldn't be who I am today. So that, they're, they're, they were behind me and they still are behind me. So I'm grateful for that. All right, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, well said there. So, you know, I'm gonna let Ian take it, take it into steps, you know, the, the athletes. You know getting into stats itself. So, yeah, back to you. <laughs> All right, well, welcome back. Well, I could tell that, um, you know, I am not from St. Elizabeth, so obviously, um, you know, Ian is the original St. Elizabeth man, and um, he making a point to duty to let us know about the community, just to go a little bit back, um, you know, uh, from before stats. So I'm happy for that. Um, you know, I apologize that we skipped that most important grassroots um, area. But I'm just so excited to talk about stats that, um, you know, that that went to head. So just let's start out first. Um, just tell us what year did you go to stats um, and how many years you spent at stats and what did you study as a student athlete? Absolutely. So I went to stats. Uh, in 2005 and I, I left in 2010 so you know it was five years that I was there um, I did mostly sciences you know from seventh to ninth grade we did you know general studies and then uh, after the, the ninth grade you decide what you're gonna do after which I chose uh, the sciences so chemistry biology physics I can say I wasn't too great at physics but you know I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the sciences so all right so you spent five years at stats and um you was a science student so that that's a little bit about our, our academic and then we just touch a little bit about um the the uh, athletics part of it so uh, when you get to stats did you get into what year did you start did you join the track team and just let us know some of your accomplishment um, as a student athlete at STEPS. Absolutely. So I actually uh, joined the track team the very same year I went to STEPS. So Mr. Brown, Mr. Milton Brown was my, my physical education teacher. And um, I think it was about maybe October. It was Mr. Brown and Mr. Uh, Davy, Mr. Philip Davy, that were they were coaching the, the girls track and field team at the time. And um, as, I, as I said, Mr. Brown discovered me in uh, PE class when he asked us to run the, uh, the 100 meter race. And um, I decided to join, I think maybe two or three weeks later after that. So um, that's kind of how I got into the track and field. And my sister who was uh, there before me, she was also on the track and field team. So that um, encouraged me and inspired me to join as well. Um, so a little bit about my accomplishments in track and field. Um, so I, I, I thought I did pretty well. So I represented the uh, states, you know, and Jamaica at the Carifta Games uh, at Champs as well. Um, I won countless medals for states. I'm um, in the long jump and triple jump. So 
um, I started out actually doing multiple events. So I started in the, in the sprints, I did the 100, 200, and I also did the long jump. Um, but I didn't find too much fortune in the sprints, so I decided to try the jumps, which I, I recognized that I was a lot better in the jumps than I was sprinting. So uh, Mr. Brown had me focus uh, on the jumps. And I found, you know, I had a great time representing Stets at, at Champs, a great time representing Stets and Jamaica at Carifta Games. You know, I, I competed at the World Youth Games, Pan Am Games. So I, I, I did pretty well in that area. So, so yeah. Okay. Well, before I, I want before I talk a little bit about the, 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 um, the tradition of your family with your sister, I'm just going to ask you this question and then I'm going to turn it over to Ian. So I just, for me, I just want to know how tall were you at Stets when you just got there? Do you remember? <laughs> I can't say I remember the specific height. I know I was pretty tall. I'm 5'10 now. But so probably maybe 5'7, five, 5'8 five, at the time. So I was pretty tall. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, we got another tall man in studio. Um, he's the second tallest man that I know at Stets behind Delroy Pang. Pang. So, um, you know, I believe Pang was close to seven feet, and Ian oh, was a, he probably he probably um about six eight. So we'll bring him in uh, as the you know the, the tall man for the the two thousand millennials. Uh, all right, all right, Russia. So you know, but that we're on stage. You know, now we're gonna touch back close to the a academic because you know by posting um this evening broadcast that would be coming on a few of the um stage teachers would have reached out to me you know and they were proud to have you as a student and in that i just want to have a question coming from that side of it how much did the teachers at states impacted your life journey and did your special teacher and all of us have our little special teacher who maybe have us to the side and give us a few little um, motivational um, talks. So, so while at Stets, you know, how much those teachers have impacted your life journey to be who you are today? What is your teacher, you know, your favorite teacher or anything? <laughs> yes, um, they, my teachers at Stets, they played an integral role. Like, they were paramount in who I am today because everyone begins everyone begins somewhere everyone uh needs to be poured into and spoken into and i had several teachers do that for me um specifically uh mrs monteith her i think she's miss nelson now but my she was my spanish teacher um i i, I the, the funny thing is we start her and i started out with a bit of a conflict and she after a while she became the person who spoke into me the most and um of course miss powell food and nutrition teacher she she's she's amazing um she spoke into my life she saw who she saw who i was not just the track star not just a popular student but she saw me she saw who i was and she even influenced my major in college because i had a conversation with her uh, before i left states and uh she 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 actually led me down a path that you know that helped me during my college years um but honestly i've, I've had 
several teachers. I I can't call everyone's name names right now, but I've had several people speak into my life. Uh, Mr. Keith Wellington was one of was was one of them. Even though he wasn't a teacher, he was a principal at the time. Um, he helped me in many ways. Mr. Brown as well, Mr. Milton Brown. They they poured into me so much that I I am so grateful that I met these people. I am so grateful that I had the opportunity to cross paths with them because I don't think I would have the knowledge or the connections or be who I am without those people. So. Uh, all right. So all right. There also was there any other interest other than track and field? I know at State, you know, it, 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 it's a technical school, so you know it offers a lot of other things from cadet straight across. So you know. As you say, food and nutrition. Was there any other passion other than athletics that you developed at States that we may not have been paying attention to? Um, honestly, I can say um, I was totally into track and field. Like that was my one thing that was I, I was that good at it that I was like, okay, I'm gonna put all my focus into it because I know it's going to take me somewhere. Um, I. I had well, I had an interest, I think, in uh, drama, and uh, at the time it was Miss Clark. I think she's married now, but Miss Clark, um, in the ninth grade, I was very into um, drama and acting. At the time, I didn't pursue it after the after that, but I believe that it was a passion of mine, and that ties into my writing today. That ties into my just my imagination of how I can uh, conjure things in my mind and put it on paper. So that was, I, I, I was aware that I was into writing at the time because I was uh, so focused on track and field. But now that I can look back and, and, and be introspective, I can see how those different years tie into what I do today. All right, Ian, back to you, man. All right there, well, I can't wait. So. So now the, the journey has started at Stead. She is, um, you know, um, attend Stead um, in 2005, and you know she's, um, you know, balancing um, her, her her training and her, her, her you know her schoolwork. So kind of just tell us a little bit. How was your experience um, being like a, a student and an athlete? Um, I know that. Um, just let us know a little bit about um, your commute to school. Um, how was that like? Um, to get up in the morning and to travel to Stets and to go back home and then to train. I mean, that that got to be a little, uh, was a little challenging sometime, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And at that time, I tried to create this balance. Um, and I can't say that I was great at it, but I did the best that I could. Um, since Warminster is not that far from Santa Cruz, it's like 12 to 15 minutes drive. But it was... Um, it was a challenge at times because I had to wake up at like six in the morning, get my chores done before school. And, you know, there were times when the, the transportation wasn't that reliable. Um, and I had to I had to make it to school. And some days they locked me out. I was on the other side of the gate because I shut up late. <laughs> and with the guard at the gate and we had to wait till Mr. Wellington come down to let us in. <laughs> but um, I tried my best to create that balance and um, balancing schoolwork with both track and field and having to travel on the weekends for meets and, you know, going out to champs for a week and, you know, things like that and having to travel to different countries for competition and stuff like that, such as Karifta, Panams, etc. Um, it was very challenging. I missed school sometimes 
and you know I had to make up in the work I had to come back and you know find my teachers find my classmates and you know get notes and stuff like that so it was it was difficult but I I, I had to learn over the five-year period to to create that balance in there okay awesome awesome so guys that's listening all the fans um you know she from an early age was learning to balance in her chores and you know training and school so can you reflect and tell us now all that you've been through like getting prepared for school and the training how is that make a difference in your life today i mean we're, we're just i just wanted to since we're at stats i just wanted to you to summarize how being at stats um you know, on the track team and at the institution, how does that play a role, to, you know, in your life today? Absolutely. So from that uh, point in time, I doing many different things taught me time management. I had to learn how to manage my time. And that plays a huge role in my life right now because I am doing, and even not just now, but when I went on to college, because I went to college also as a student athlete and I was involved in several different things. So that taught me time management, that taught me priorities. I had to prioritize things that are you know, most important and then figure the rest of, rest of the things out later. So it taught me time management. It taught me uh, values and principles. It taught me um, teamwork, community. It taught me uh, you know, how to value others and their time, value my time. And trust me, without that, I, I wouldn't have the balance that I do now in life because I do several different things. So that taught me from that age, hey, you have to learn how to prioritize. You have to learn how to create time for everything and, 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 and get things done. Awesome, awesome. And we're going we're gonna to touch a little bit about your spirituality. We're leaving that for a little bit. We just want to get enough of stats before we move on. So we just want to, for me personally, I want to ask you, what was one thing, one of your memories that stood out to you? I mean, during your high school experience, just going to school, you know, just share us one, one of your most memorable memories that you could remember that, um, that, you know, it could be with a student, a teacher, screwy, or a vendor. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's the experience that I have. They're too much. They're they're too much to count. And I had many great memories at, at Stets. Um, and I couldn't summarize it right now in this in this short time. But um, I can say for me, it's being on the team at Stets. And it's, I'm gonna speak outside of track and field, but this has been um, the, 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 the team of girls that were there at the time that I had the pleasure of being teammates with, that has been the most impactful part for me because track and field was a big, big part of my life at Stets. Um, it brought me to people, it brought me again, Mr. Brown was a, a huge part of that, Mr. Wellington as well. But it's just that community that I had with those girls um, who I formed friendships with that taught me friendship, that taught me um, how to rely on other people and how to lean on them when we were going through tough times, when we were losing, when we weren't winning, when, when we had uh, conflict, when we had things that we couldn't uh, deal with on our own. We, I, I had somebody to lean on. And um, in the classroom, 
again, uh, Miss uh, Miss uh, Kareen Nelson. She she played a huge role. Miss uh, Miss Powell again. Um, I had those moments where I didn't I didn't have direction, and those two ladies specifically helped me in a way to um, see myself and see what I wanted to become. And um, again, I have too many experiences and Scroy, oh my gosh, he had, he had the best snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he had yeah, the best yeah, snacks that I, would, yeah. that I would get right before going to class. So um, I had, and, and Miss, and the ladies in the talk shop, Miss, Miss uh, Janet, Miss Janet and Miss Fagan and Mr. Yeah. Um, all, all the people who, who were in the talk shop at the time. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Sharon, all the grounds people, they were amazing. They supported me, you know, in track and field. They came to watch. They they, they, they cheer you on. on all, not just me, but all of us in the track team. So I'm so grateful for that support. And all the teachers who supported me in the classroom. It, I can't talk. I had so many experiences and, and I'm very grateful for that. All right. Awesome. So before I got one more question before I, I, I turn you back to Ian, um, just let us know some of your um, teammates because you speak highly of your teammates um during the time just share with us some of your teammates that you remember that that was around during the time of stats yes yes uh so uh girls like uh um shani smith swain somers kanisha baker uh peter gay reed um and mr all the roles that mr i forgot mr and mrs rose well i forgot those people they were they were amazing um, um, so, uh, who else? There are so many people and my sister uh -huh. as well, who was the host on the track team, Tanisha Edmund, you had, uh, Crystal Williams, um, and several, several of them are on Facebook, um, uh -huh. friends on Facebook right now. Um, there were, there were a lot of people, Shanti Smith, even girls who were younger than I was who were, who were on the team. It's not just people who are older that influenced me, but younger girls as well. Um, there were plenty. Uh, but these are the people that can roll off the top of my head right now. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Well, guys, just know that um, you know she 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 truly talked about her friends at Stets, um, her teammates. Um, uh, you know, so if you didn't hear your name call, um, yeah, you know, don't feel like she forgot about you because um, I I sometimes been through that where um, you know I've been to so much different journey and. You know, um, every now and then, um, you know, thank God for like good friends like Steve Powell and those guys, because they're the one that helped me out sometime, you know, just to say, Ian, we click. You remember this, I remember that. So, you know, they're, they're friends. That's how the, the good friendships are. So I, I have, don't feel bad. So, yeah, with that, with, 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 you know, that kind of, um, I might have one or two more questions with Stets and then we're going to move on. But let Ian, um, share his thoughts all right so sir russell you know i'm, I'm leaving most of the of the um athletics question to ian you know because you know we know he's an olympian you know he, he's Bye. very passionate about track and field so i don't want to get out too much into it but i want to question i wanted to ask you is that into the overseas part of your life was it that you get a track and field um scholarship and how was it in the transitioning coming out of Jamaica or culture and everything into the USA? Because I know you come here, you still catch it at um, Athletic, which we have to pull out some of those. But how hard was it transitioning into the USA uh, you know, as a student athlete and 
basically was it uh athletic scholarship that you came here on in terms of your academic education yes uh yes so i did get a full scholarship i went to mississippi state university and um again my sister was there because we went to all the same schools so she was already there ahead of me so that softened the blow quite a bit um and uh for the transition it was I mean it was it was a transition let me say that it was a bit of a culture shock for me um going from Santa Cruz to Mississippi um but again there were people there ahead of me who I knew so I didn't have that much of a struggle to 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 fit in or to uh just feel at home because I already had family I already had uh people who I who knew me before I went to school um again sets prepared me for that transition because again of the different things that I had to manage so moving into the role of student athlete at, at college um while the, the, the classes were different while I studied something different um the the, the 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 time management that I learned the friendship that I learned the community that I learned prepared me tremendously to move into something greater so that helped me quite a bit oh okay we turn it right back to you <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, since um, you know we're moving along um, to um, the next chapter of our career, um, she basically, as I said, she has got a scholarship, and I, I'm going to guess it was um, 2010 um, to um, Mississippi State University, which um, her sister was already a student at Mississippi State, so she she competed with the likes of I could remember um, D'Angelo um cherry yes and um and of course um also so we're just going to talk a little bit about your accomplishment we also know you was a sec champion uh while at mississippi state so we you was on destined for greatness and we're going to get to that part <laughs> um when i said you're still on your destiny but in terms of um your your athletic career um i know that it came a point when you know then um you're going to share with us uh what was you know the, the difference for you to say well i'm going to retire from track and you know and then just focus on other things so just tell us a little bit about uh while at mississippi state what was that like um what did you study and um you know just just share um a, a little bit of your accomplishment while you was a student absolutely yes um so when I went to Mississippi State University, I um, my my major was uh, clinical exercise physiology, so kinesiology. Um, I wanted to be a physical therapist, which I am not today. Uh, that was <laughs> that was my goal, um, but uh, I'm in something different now. But my time at Mississippi State was. Looking back now, I, I couldn't see it then, but being having the time to be introspective, it was it was very important that I went there. I didn't see it then as a 17 going on 18 year old, um, but my time at Mississippi State taught me much more than I could ever imagine. And um, you know, I when I when I went there, it was it was quite of a bit of a struggle to integrate to some extent into that team life because you know a different country and stuff like that but in terms of my accomplishments on the track it didn't hinder me at all uh, my freshman year i was sec champion you know 
uh, SSC champion field athlete of the year. So I went wow. in and I accomplished something very quickly um, in that time because because I went spring the spring of 2011. So and oh, I completed the competition right away, um, and I I did pretty well for myself. However, you know I went through injuries, I went through you know roadblocks, obstacles, but you know I overcame, and I was. Three-time SEC champion. I was All-American athlete um, while I was there. I competed. Went back and competed for Jamaica at the Pan Am Games. So I, 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 I did pretty well for myself um, um, on the college circuit. So um, that being said, after graduation, I moved. I left Mississippi, and um, I thought that I wanted to continue in athletics, but. I realized that you know track and field. While I love track and field, I still still love track and field. There was a time and sport, and it brought me where it was supposed to. And um, I moved to California, and I that was about maybe four four years ago, and I decided to get back into track and field for a while, and I trained again for. Year. But then I got injured, and I decided that hey, this is going to be the end of it for me. And I, I realized that track and field had a place in my life. It brought me from you know Warminster Stets to to Mississippi to you know all over the world. And I, I, I loved it and I appreciated it. But it, it became a time where it was okay. I'm moving on to something else. So okay. an injury, an injury brought an end to my track my track career. So guys, okay. um, you know, she 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 graduated from college, and um, as we all know, that um, it's another transition. Um, trying to be a, a athlete um, when you know you you basically um, have to support yourself, you know, and train, and you're not like on a scholarship, and you know, without a sponsor, you know, um, we we know sometime you know that could be um, some obstacles, you know, and then it's the same thing with injuries. You know, you pretty much got to pay for a lot of things out of pocket. So, I I I do understand, um, you know, that um, sometime, um, you know, the way things kind of played out, you know, you know, you know, I do believe that, um, uh, you know, you you're an Olympic um, caliber athlete, and you know, you could you you know could have um, make it, um, you know, to the Olympics, and you know, and and make yourself proud and maximize your potential you know I, i i somewhat you know wanted to ask you how difficult was that um decision for you you know when you finish college and then you know you you know you you go through those um challenges with injury and i know that something that you overcome now but just bring us back and just let let us know how, how difficult was that for you and i know you speak a lot about in your book in regard to overcoming obstacles you know uh, you know for different reasons um you know it could be somebody relationship or a friend or somebody just you know um you know that that doesn't speak positive over you and that sometimes could affect you what was the challenge is that really that you say that when you transition into when you was trying to be and then how difficult was it for you to walk away Absolutely yes. So if you if if you look into the the 2010 yearbook, you will see that that my uh, what I wanted to be was a professional athlete, 
that was my goal. I wanted to go to the Olympics, and that was still a goal when I was in college. Um, so it was extremely difficult for me when it was time for to hang up my my, my spikes. When it's time to say goodbye to track and field, it brought me honestly through a, pl- a place of depression because I don't think people understand the difficulty of transitioning from something that you did all your life to something that that you don't know. Transitioning to the unknown is very scary, and um, it took me several years to really. Um, coming to agreement with okay I am moving on to my next my my purpose what is next for Rochelle it was difficult because track and field had become my identity it became something that was so ingrained in me it was like second nature that when it came time to move on it was like separating from myself so you know and that transition really took me to a place of self it was rediscovering myself who am i now that i'm not an athlete who am i now that i've left what i've known all my life um and it took it took god i'm gonna be honest with you it took my faith and belief in god and who god said that i was to bring me through that dark place in my life and it took a while but after after really sitting down and write and contemplating and writing down what is it that i want to do with myself now that took me to a point of confidence that took me to a point where i can say okay this is something that i want to do and i learned to accept it after a while so it, it took a minute but I, I i think i'm beyond that now man i just want to share something personally um i know that um i retired from track and field in 2008 and um you know it, it was a very hard decision for me knowing that um, I still want to continue to run. I mean, you know, I think like, you know, when you do track, you know, sometimes it, it, it can get to the point where it become like a disease where um, you just don't want to let it go. And, you know, so it's like a constantly fight to say, look, I want to stop now, but there's something telling man, I, I, I know I still could do it. So I, I know that it's not easy. And I do believe that, um, you know that's where um you know you know mentoring and having some you know um post you know retirement because everybody know you i got people that retire no people retire from jobs two or three times you know because when they mm-hmm. retired and they probably go back home you know life is not what it is so they went back on the retirement so it's the same thing with sports i mean you know if you do something all your life then um you know you know it's me at this point in my life um i really literally love i love to stay active so um i believe that i will stay active all my life you know because i actually i kind of chill out for a little bit but i transition into making um being active a lifestyle you know for me you know just um just find different things um biking hiking and riding and i know um, I've read in your in, in your blog that you are you are an outdoor lover also, you know. So before we get into a little bit about um, you know um, your presently what you're doing now, um, you know, with all the, the the journey, the different chapter from states to Mississippi State to go to California to try and train and just to, you know where you really lean on your your faith, 
you know, um, during times where you were just, you know, um, you know, um, not feeling your best or, you know, what you was experiencing, you know, so I know that got to be a transition. So I, I, I see the woman that you are today. So obviously you, you, you know, you put some good work in and, you know, you are reaping the fruit right now for um, the work and you're still on this beautiful journey. And, um, you know, I, I believe with all my heart that um, that you're going to be blossom into um, bigger things. You know, so we, we that's the main reason we want to support you. Um, we, we really find that, um, you know, with what you're doing, it's just a matter of time before you get it, um, you know, um, on a bigger platform. You know, um, so just want to encourage you about um, from that part from from me personally. So before we get into, um, uh, well, we're going to get into what you're doing now. You know, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to let Ian um, get into that that chapter first, um, you know, for, for for the viewers. Okay, Russell. So I'm just here listening to your journey, you know, what you have been through, overcome and everything. Highly motivated athlete, I would say you are, you know. Very humble so far. I get that from you. Very disciplined. I get that from you. You know, in everything. I would just want to ask this question before I even get into the nitty gritty of where you are now. But you have gotten thus far. We hear you get through state. You got through uh, Mississippi. You know, you get over those hurdles. If you should have an out of body experience, you're able to look right back at Russell and see the journey to where you are now is there anything that you would have changed and if so what would that be right and you could also answer this question within there too in i know you mentioned tough times so you know you mentioned that but in those tough times where do you go for inspirations you have a, a multiple question right there and then come back over <laughs> right right um so if i if i can look back i wouldn't change a thing i wouldn't change a thing because when you're becoming who you are there are two sides of everything and there are good times and there are bad times and all the challenges that i've been through in life not just at sets or at mississippi but in just in my life, every single thing that I've been through worked together to make me who I am today. And um, while there may be some things that I could have handled differently, while, while there are some things that you know could have gone in a better light or a better way, I do think that those failures that I had, I learned from them. I, I grow from them. And I can't remember who said this, but it says, they said that I don't uh, lose. I either win or I learn. And that is something that I hold dear to me and that's something that I practice because every single thing that I go through in life teaches me something. The moments that I fail, I, I learn that I could do it differently or I could, or I could uh, improve upon it. So I wouldn't change a thing um, in that respect. Um, what was the other question I, I, I lost? Yeah, I, I said, no, in those tough times, where did you go for the inspiration? Because now, you know, you have mm -hmm. to get through those times. You know, where did you go? Yeah, I know you mentioned God, but could you touch a little deeper? Where did you go for that inspiration to, to overcome and, 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 and get you where you are? 
you know, so that you could focus on another chapter. Yes. Um, again, aside from the God piece that I mentioned before, I had mentors and I followed people who have been through situations. I learned from people who failed. I learned from people who were going through situations that I had been through and just in situations in life. And they overcame. And through their methods, through their advice, I learned how to become a stronger person. I learned how to um, do things differently. I learned how to view my obstacles as learning experiences. So I leaned on other people. I, I, I had support all around me. And even when I didn't have support, again, God was there for me. You know, I had to stop. just, I'm going to share something that I, that I went through. I went through a season of where, where I went into isolation for six months. I went into wow. isolation for six months and um, I said, I'm going to work and coming home. I took that time to really sit with myself. I took that time to get to know Rochelle. And I took that time to look back on the things that I went through, all my failures, all the things that I did wrong. And I learned how to grow from it. I learned how to, and that's uh, where um, my book was birthed from. Um, that's how I really sat and, 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 uh, and discovered who Rochelle was. So in that moment in time, I decided that I was going to take that time to really um, reflect, be introspective, and learn how to become a better woman. So that's how I, that's how I overcame. Okay. 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 So right there, right there, Russell. Really, uh, you could you could not have answered that question better you know, for for me and for the audience. And you know the fact that you know, you know that almost almost walked into the next question I had for you. You know, and, and that is the fact you know, that you're able to put together a book and which I want you to tell us a little bit more about that book. You know, you wrote that book, How God Inspired Me. And see that it is coming from deep. That is death. And really, I want to know what really inspired you also to write this book. You know, so you could just continue as I get. Sure. So, um, again, the book is titled Elroy, How God Sees Me. And it is, a, it is a journey that I went on. It was a journey that uh, built self-esteem, that built self-love and built confidence through the eyes of God, through the lens of God. And while I'm still on that journey, while I'm still learning, I came a long way. Um, so again, back to that uh, season of isolation that I was in, I went, I went through a tough, a tough time previously, a few months uh, previous, prior to that time, I went through a hard situation in my life. Um, and it really reflected to me that I, that I had work to do. It really just showed me that, hey, you need to work on your self-esteem. You need to work on loving yourself and you need to see yourself how God sees you and how God sees me doesn't reflect a perfect person. It doesn't say Russell is perfect. It doesn't say Russell doesn't make mistakes. It says that, like the verse says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, because many times, and, and especially women, men go through it too, but I can only speak from a woman's perspective. Um, 
we don't see ourselves as worthy we don't see ourselves as enough we don't see ourselves as uh daughters and sons of god and um we accept things in our lives that 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 reflect to us that we are not good that we are not valuable that we are this or less than when we are actually not and uh through scripture and i use the scriptures and and god's definition of of us as people and god's definition of me as a woman to help me help me to remind myself that hey i am here for a purpose i am valuable i am loved i am lovable and that's these are some of the things that i put in this book for not just myself but for for other people to see that hey i may i may make mistakes i may have made bad choices in life but god sees me in a way that 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 he that i can find redemption and that i'm not just this person that is that that is just less than or worth because i do believe that every person um have redeemable qualities so that's kind of where the book the book came from okay ian thank you very much for explaining that all right well i could tell you that um you know this 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 conversation is um you know it's getting um inspiring and it's getting really really good um so now i mean you wrote a book um as i said you graduated from college i want to just this is now where i want to find out a little bit more about you so i want to know like where do you draw your inspiration who inspired you yes absolutely um again i have many I, i i i get inspired by a lot of people but again first and foremost my inspiration my identity comes from from christ that's the first place where i draw my inspiration um but also my one of my greatest inspiration comes from my mother she she's no longer with us she has been gone now for about 15 years um but she was one of the, the strongest most nurturing loving kind yeah. person that i've ever met and um even to this day i who i am and what i work to do comes from her that energy comes from her and um she she was one of the greatest people that I, that i that i know that i know and um again my time at stets is not just for the broadcast but just the people that i met the things in my past those things inspire me along with the people that mentor me now the people that i that i that i follow so uh people like a lot of them are passed on now but people like jim rohn uh, i listen to les brown who are uh who i listen to every day every morning i listen to tony robbins um okay. i have uh people in my life at work um this one lady miss charlotte owens she's one one person who inspires me and helps me in my business and um you know just family and friends those people every area of my life has something and someone in it that inspires me every day but most importantly um i have to do everything that i do for myself everything comes from within me and um i do things i love people i love myself and i and i do things to inspire people because i want to become a woman of influence okay awesome awesome so when i was reading the book today as i tell you i was down in the book and i was and i said i was very touched that um you know in the in, in the beginning of the book um i believe in the intro you have um, as i said you have dedicated um this book to your mother 
and uh, and you have dedicated to your dad. Um, I've read the words that you said to your mom and dad, and also I believe there was a special friend uh, that you also meant much to you. Tell us a little bit about um, you talk about your mom. Tell us a little bit about your dad, and then a little bit about um, you know, your your best friend. I call her your best friend. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so anyone who, anyone who knows my dad knows that he's a, a strict man. He's a very strict man. He uh, he's about principle. He's about um, respect. He's about uh, um, getting things done. He's about education. He's about ensuring that his children are the best that they can be. He's all about um, structure. He's all about uh, pushing us in the right direction. Um, so that's kind of where I got my fortitude from. That's where I kind of got my uh, resilience uh, from. That's where I learned principle. That's where I learned discipline. Um, so he he uh, played a major role in that area of my life, along with my mom, who was the nurturer, who was the supporter, who was, you know, pretty much the life giver to me. Um, so there were those two sides of the, of the same coin who helped me to become the woman that I am today. And... Um, the, 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 the woman that I mentioned, who is uh, Brigida ba Barrett, she helped me through a tough uh, a tough time in my life. Um, she helped me to, uh, she spoke into my life when no one else could. She helped me, she prayed for me, she prayed with me, and she helped me to, to, to get out of a situation that was killing me slowly. So she played a huge role in that period of my life that helped me to get to where I am today. So those are the people that awesome, awesome. Well, it's always great. As I said, it, it's, um, you know, for, for the, just the, oh, you reflect back on, um, your parents and, 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 and the people that helps you. Um, you know, I got a, I got another little question for you that, um, <laughs> you know, that you, you know, you could answer to the best that you can. So if you if you were supposed to give me advice, oh exactly, you know, do I love myself? What would you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. So every here's what I will say: self love is uh, an individual journey. It means different. It, it means something different to everybody. But my definition of self love, because love is an action word, right? So it's it's looking out for your well being. It is taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So in all different areas of your life, it's it's uh, recognizing when you need to separate yourself from situations, from people. It's also um, knowing when to walk away from people who are hurting you because there are plenty of people who stay in situations that, you know, that kill, literally kill, kill them and uh, kill, kills emotionally, mentally. And um, it's... So the basis of self-love is knowing who you are. It's treating yourself in a way that reflects how God sees you, caring for yourself. It is putting yourself first. It is uh, ensuring that your needs are met, that you're going to self-actualization. So that is just my, my, my definition of what self-love is. All right, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. Um, you know, it's always good to to, to hear um, you know um, 
a lot of perspective and it's just it's just really awesome um you know to go on so before i move on to over back to ian um you know we know that the book was inspired by your faith um you know alongside um your your journey your different experience um what i was asking you early on um other than um you know um uh, well you told me you listen to tony robbins and you know you listen to a lot of inspirational people so let, let's get a little bit um in terms of the your your faith with the bible um you know what, what was one passage that really um you know like help encourage you during the time of when you was you know feeling low yeah so i the the, the passage it's it's sound that I, i've mentioned it a few times um that it's on in the beginning of the book i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well that is the basis of the entire book because it's coming from understanding how god sees me it's it's coming from a place that says hey god created you in his image and you need to work on yourself so that you can get out of this uh programming this mindset that um your experiences have brought you through and brought you into so you need to begin to see yourself how god sees you and again that's the the, the title of the book and then the scripture piece that comes in and it's on my wall right now i i see it every morning and i remind myself of it every single day that hey i am fearfully and wonderfully made and i wanted every person who read the book to see that first and foremost because i do believe that all of us are created um as fearfully and wonderfully made so one one more question with the book can you remember exactly when that thought came in your head about that topic that I'm going to write about it. Yes. Write so, a book um, about it. Yes. So again, when I came through that tough time in my life and I, when I was in that isolation period where um you know, I was telling myself, "Hey, while I was going through my turmoil and my pain and I was I was just in my bathroom one day and it came to mind that that very same top the, the type of the book how god sees me i was looking in the mirror and i was thinking and i can't it just came to it just came to my mind like this is what you should title this book that you're going to write how god sees me because i was looking in the mirror and i was, was like who am i you know and the, the things that i was telling myself i'm like this is not who i am i have to filter my thoughts i have to filter my identity through that scripture i have to remind myself that hey god sees me as this way regardless of what i've been through god sees me as this and i have to adopt that mentality so that's kind of where it came from and just for the viewers because I, i see some viewers are asking about where can they get the book from and um you know and i know the book is on a lot of platform but can you just share with the viewers you know um how can they get this book and what's the easiest way uh for them to get the book yes so it's um it's available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com so those, those are the two places that you can you can get it from and if you follow me on facebook you will see it all over my page it's in my bio it's on on my uh how god sees me facebook page so yeah amazon is the most um available place that you can get it all right well i i found the book on amazon today guys i'm uh fortunately i i i am always on amazon shopping and 
doing other things. So the book came up and I do believe the book is under ten dollars. Um is that right? right? What yes. Okay. All right. So that that's for um in terms of the book. Um, you know, I'm gonna let um Ian um he might have some more questions regarding the book. Um and then we'll just keep it going in terms of what else are you doing next. All right. So Again, Rochelle, we just want to say um, thank you um, for being inspired and not just being inspired, but also putting it, this in a book that others can actually read and learn from it. You know, each of us goes through different, different situation, different journey, and we all have to overcome. But from the book that we put together, I see it can apply to all of us in life in some way or the other. And this afternoon, you know, we speak here. I just want to give a shout out to all the kids family that is watching right now, all our viewers who are watching from all over the world. And we can see everyone is pretty much interested in that book, and we're happy that you actually with the book. Because as I get off here, I'm gonna buy two copies one for my wife and one for me. We ain't gonna share this, book, you know. This is one that go up. But you know, as I listen to you, you know, didn't know you before all I said again I'll go back to it. It's just positive energy. The, the energy that you bring. You know, you're bringing a serious kind of energy. Real positive, positive energy that you bring. And I, I even on your Facebook page, I realize what you share, everything you share there is just positive. Positivity. That's what you stand for. You know, positivity. And I'm just gonna go to where you have shared a post here that you said. We were never created to live like depressed, defeated, guilty, condemned, ashamed, or unworthy. We were basically created to be curious. That was a powerful little um, note that you shared there. I don't know where I came from, but that powerful message on me personally. But then I realized you, know, you were just told us. No, I, I introduce you as the um the, the champion athlete. I introduce you as an author and also I realized you were not just victorious on the on the field. You were not just victorious in terms of triumphing overcoming. You know? But also I realized that you've been a, a very successful businesswoman. No. As a matter of fact, I I'm sorry to cut you, but I have to, uh, for some reason, my phone is going to die. I have to get a plug, so I'm going to run to get my charger. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, we'll be still here. Just go get your charger. <laughs> yeah, we'll be okay. still here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it's a wonderful conversation here, Ian. You know, it, 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 you know, we, we, we're so happy to have Russian on here. You know, really, we can see she's really a powerful lady. Who, who seems to inspire daily in, in in her words her action her deeds we can get it that will be the energy i know you're feeling the same energy yeah. yes guys i mean i i am looking at i wish i could get this thing here to show you guys but this book here is i i said i spend about 30 minutes today reading the book and um you know i would just i was just fascinated i just really wanted to um let me see what this book about so um yeah it was was just very good um yeah it was just very good to see um that um the book is so powerful and um, i'm pretty sure you know i am definitely gonna get uh, a hard copy of the book um thing 
Um, yeah, we look. Um, I've just got a, a message that we're having some audio issue in and out. Um, so we just want to make sure that our audio is, you know, is 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 is, is, is you know, is nice and clear. You know, uh, so yeah. But just for the get, for the viewers, as I said, if you can't hear, just let me know because we want to make sure that you get um, a good audio. So going back, as I said, the book is so far my speaker. Okay. Ah. Yeah, I said the book. Is, the book is so powerful, and I'm just proud of this young lady. I, I'm gonna have to ask her when she get back. Um, you know, um, what she has in store. Um, in terms of um, um, if she have any books that she's, you know, because she she on a destiny, she on this journey that I, I do believe that she's, you know, she's, as you said, she's going to be the best version of herself. And I, I see I see those in her books and products and things like that. So we just want to, um, yeah, we just want to make sure that, um, yeah, yeah. So we, I just got a message that the audio is good now. So, um, you know, we're, we're excited yes, about that. Uh, if you're hearing me, guys, let me know if you guys are hearing me clearly, too. Okay. My wife yeah. is downstairs. She's listening. Nikki? Yeah. So, guys, so, um, yeah. So, we're saying the audio is okay um, now. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, back to her. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about her sister that also went to Mississippi State. Um you know, I, I did some more research and digging some digging and um, she she uh, also paved the way for her. So I'm, I wanted to talk with her a little bit about did, did the relationship that she has with her with her with her sister who okay. was a student um, during that time. Yeah. So, yeah, guys. So thank you for the feedback. Um, yeah. Thank you for the feedback. Um, audio is working very clear and, and good. So Ian, um, I think um, you know. Uh, so based on what you hear Russell so far, back, um, Ian. Ian, see if you bring back Russell in. She's back. Yeah, when she come on, I should see her once she get back on. Yeah, there uh, she is. Yeah. All right, All right Russell. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So I, I would just thought I was just sharing a little bit too regarding um your sister um that um you know I I know that she since she was older than you. Um, and you was coming right behind her. I know that she, you know, definitely um, has to play some a role or some influence on you. Um, you know, can you just tell us a little bit about your relationship with your sister? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so she's three years older than, than I am. So again, we went to every school, every school, primary, uh, high yeah. up basic primary high school college we went to every single school together so pretty much she as you mentioned earlier she pretty much paved the way um she made it uh, a lot easier since she was already there before me so everything that happened at school i heard about it when she came home even before i went to states so um it was a situation where um you know, I was tagging along behind her everywhere. So she made that experience for me a lot better, a lot easier. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. She did that for me and, and I, I would be forever grateful for that experience. Okay. Well, guys, I want her sister to hear her and I want her to, to her sister to know that, um, that look, we didn't forget about her. Um, we thank you for nurturing her and, and supporting her. And I'm, I'm sure that you guys have a, a great, great, great support system 
that you have for each other. So I'm going to get into a little bit now also a little bit more about you in terms of um, I know that you draw inspiration from from Tony Robbins and you know things. When it comes down to music, how much music has influenced you and who, who do you um, draw any inspiration from in music? Well, my music, the music that I listen to is purely for entertainment, honestly. I am a old school R&B kind of girl. I mean, I love obviously reggae, I love um, the old school reggae, but I, since I moved to uh, the US, I have gone into several different genres of music. So I am an old school, I, I'm a Temptations kind of girl. I'm Anita Baker kind of girl. I, I that's, that's the music that I listen to. And the, the kind of music that, that's the kind of music that is something deep within you that the music these days that rap and all this music music cannot reach so i am an old i am an old soul actually i'm an old school kind of person and that 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 kind of inspired me to relax because fun and relaxation is also a part of life it's not just work 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 it's not just accomplishments but it's but it's also a part of life that you need to just be to just relax and enjoy yourself so that's that's kind of what it does for me okay all right well as i said i got i got a few more questions about you know your future plans and where you're going to be in the next 10 years and your goal and all that so think about that but before we get to that we want to also let the viewer know the viewers know about um what else are you doing um i i you know i just know that you got beautiful hair so um, can you tell us a little secret about the hairline and just just to let us know a little bit about that part of um, your career that you're into? I love you. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Um, so um, I'm the owner of, it's called Africa Naturals, um, but my blog is Afro Kinky Hair. My, it's all over Facebook. My Facebook page is also Afro Kinky Hair. And I started um, Afro Kinky Hair back in 2016. And back in 2015 was when I decided to go back to my natural hair because I had relaxed hair for about 10 years uh, prior to that decision. So that's where it all started. That's where it or originated. And um, I started that blog as a as a means to document my personal journey. And it turned into influencing others. It turned into me starting these uh, hair care products in my kitchen. That's kind of where it, it started from. And I started, you know, dabbling in my own hair and, you know, creating things that was working for me. And my friends wanted to try, you know, family wanted to try and, and uh, you know, they, they loved it. And after a while, people wanted to, to buy my stuff because it was really helping my hair. And that's kind of where it, the, the idea came from. And it has grown and has flourished since then. And it's still growing now. And I'm very grateful to everyone who has supported it and everyone who will support it in the future. Um, but hair care has been a, a staple in my life. And I use my blog and my products to help other women to have beautiful hair. So... So let me ask you a question. Do you have anything for guys? I, I'm losing my ear. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out if you have any product for males that we could take care of our ear too. <laughs> well, I mean, not, necess not necessarily. 
necessarily. <laughs> but I mean, if you, I have this this hair growth oil that I that I have that I uh, formulated that works for any hair. But um, I don't. You can try it. I don't know if it will work for you. But you know. yeah, and I got I got some I got something for him. I don't worry. <laughs> so, so, so pretty much, <laughs> I, I know that um, obviously, because um, male got long years too, and you know, um, you know, I know um, obviously, um, I, I think my my year growing days are over, um, you know, <laughs> but um, but obviously, um, your your product is is just specialized for females only. Your hair product. So it is. It is target. It's targeting. Um, All right, Ian, I'm not going to ask any more questions about the ears since you got something that um, that you didn't tell me about. So I see, I see, I see you just want me to wear my hat. So I see no, how you're doing. Don't, don't, don't worry. No, you know, we, we don't give away all the secret one day, you know. It's over period. Yep. So, so Russell, I'm coming back to you. So I know you, you really have more than one business. You know, as I say, you're a successful businesswoman, which we like you to tell us a little more about the other part of the business. Because, you know, we, we all seem to learn about it here from just looking at you. You know, everybody would ask about it. Just, you always wear such, a, I'd say, a bossy hairstyle. You know, you, you, you act like you can see that hairstyle from a distance. I, I, know, I know the ladies that are watching, whoever go on your page, that's one of the first things that stands. People, they're here, their face, their teeth. Is what stand out and forget about the other part. We, the guys, we know that part. We keep that silent. But these are some of the, the main features of a woman that really stand out. And I, I just want to say, you wear your hair well. Whatever you're doing, it's working well. My, my wife is gonna be a customer, so I could say that big and loud. She's into natural hair, she's natural hair, and all the kids she's bringing up just the same way. No, you know everything from nature. Put it that way. So. We wanted to share about the other business also and also to tell us what it takes to be a successful businesswoman. I know, you know, you coming from states, there are a lot of people who have choose business as a career field. You know, if you just tell them some of the challenges, because people think it's just easy just starting a business, you know, so you could walk us through some of the challenges and you know, after telling us about the business that you have and what it takes to, to really make it as a successful businesswoman. Absolutely. Okay, so my other uh, my other business venture is called Sweet Top Apothecary, and of course, being from Jamaica, Sweet Top, my favorite, one of my favorite fruits. So I integrated that into the name. But what it but what it is actually is a skincare product company. So I create uh, luxury, you know, handmade soaps, bath bombs, uh, body butters. Um, lip balms, so just everything for the body and the face. That's that's what the company is about. It creates different products to maintain beauty and to have a uh, for the ladies who love to have a spa day. You know, I have products for all all of your your skincare needs. So that's pretty much what the, the company co the company covers. Okay, um, great. And in, I'm sorry. No, you guys said great, great. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say something, but yes. But in terms of um, what it takes, 
um, to be successful in in business. And again, success. I will say this: success is subjective. Sub, uh, success is uh, an individual uh, measurement for every person. Uh, success varies. It could be money for one person. It could be growth for one person. It could be something totally different. But in terms of what it takes to be successful in an area. Uh, my I definition see. of success is uh, what Earl Nightingale says. It's it's success is a progressive realization of a world's worthy or ideal. Um, and to be successful, you have to, you have to first and foremost know who you are and what you want. You have to conquer up a goal. You have to have a dream. And um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Thompson and I were talking about this one. Uh, thing on my on my the post that I that I put on my my status was what Nelson Mandela said a winner um a winner a winner is a person with a dream is a dreamer who never quits who never gives up right so you have to have that resilience you have to have that fortitude you have to uh you have to of course get into something that creates value because that's the basis of business you have to create value it's all about value. You get paid based on the, the value you provide to a company. And in the same way, a business has to provide value. So if you have something that provides value and based on the amount of value that you provide, then that's how you can uh, scale your business. That's how you can grow as a business in, in business. Um, but again, you have to become a person. You have to become a person. You have to have the mindset that you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have, have to work hard. It's a lot of work, but at the end of the day, you have to know your why. You have to know why you are doing this, and you have to consistently work at what you're trying to accomplish. Because again, there are going to be many failures. There are going to be many obstacles. There are going to be uh, things just plain don't work out, and you're going to have to be flexible in in the sense that hey, it didn't work this way, so I'm going to do it this way, and it's going to take time. It's going to take time and it's going to take effort and it's going to take support and you can't do it by yourself. You have to find people who support you. You have to find people who motivate you. And if you can't find people who motivate you, find it somewhere. If it's not someone in your life, go online, find someone who you can learn from, find mentors and just understand that you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have uh things that, that that may deter you but you have to stay focused and you have to be a person of principle and you have to be a person of discipline so that's just the, the basis of what you need to do and who you need to be powerful very powerful <laughs> all right Ian anything there Ian yeah yeah, yeah. I'm still seeing these guys they they they're going back to the here here thing um rich innocent <laughs> uh you know he he got you know, he might, he might, he probably gonna be put an order in for some, some, some ear products. Or you know, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but um, he, he, you know, he's 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 um he's he's, he's still on the the hair product um thing. Um, you know, he's saying that uh, he want I want to get locked. So I mean, you know, uh, I I I wish that could happen, <laughs> but. Um, I believe that um as as Paul and Steve said I need prayers so um I would you know I'm gonna take that with prayers um 
and America could happen. I, I, have a, I have a formula, sir. Don't worry. Yeah. But just to go back to, to everything, I love myself the way I am. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I wouldn't change anything um, about myself. Even when I used to have hair, I used to cut it off. You know. <laughs> so with that said and done, um, you know that um, I, you know, I will. I, I'm open for advice and um, from from any of my friends uh, that know. You know. So let's move on a little bit more because um, we know time is going. Um, so now we just wanted to know what's a typical day like for you. Um, I see you as a, a successful, driven person. So how would you? Um, how do you balance um, work? You know, um, you know, personally, and and then um, find time to, to to do your products. Um, you know, what? How, how? What's a typical day for you? Yes, absolutely. So. Uh... For those who don't know, I'm also a banker by career by day. Um, so I have a very packed day. I work a lot. I am very busy. Um, so, you know, I will be up at sometimes six o'clock in the morning, sometimes earlier, depending on when I went to bed the, the night before. So I am an early riser, you know, and I will, if I have work, I have to answer emails and I'll, I'll get that done in the morning before I actually head to my nine to five. And um, after, and even some some mornings I do wake up super early to get some uh, products done to be shipped out before I even go to work. So I'll get that done and I will go to work all day and I will come home, you know, I will, my relaxation i'll go to the gym because that's a very important part of my life you know taking care of myself um i will do that and i will come home and then if i have work to do um i will get that done if i have to promote stuff i will get that uh get to working on that so i have a pretty full day until i go to bed again so it is it takes a lot it's a lot of work all right, all right. Well, I, I could, I could uh, co-sign that. Um, you know, I, I, I know that. Um, yeah, you know, with with balancing family work and you know other things that we might, you know, we want to be successful in. You know, and as you have stated before, that success for everybody is different. You know, um, you know, um, you know, success is for, for me is to set my mind out to something that I want to do and accomplish it. Um, you know, or you know, you know, just work towards it. Um, you know, and and that sometimes it it could be um, it, it 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 not related to money. It could be um, I know in track and field. You know, um, you know, I still you know try to run a mile in a certain time you know i set those little things and i consider it you know myself um you know um you know set my goals and achieve it so i feel like i'm successful with set with what i want to do you know to able to do what i want to do so we we're happy for you with, with the way you're balancing um your work and your career so now i mean so some of the young young generation you know, um, that's watching this program and, you know, they might be going to school or they might be in sports and, you know, what, what advice would you want to share with, with some of the younger generation or anybody that's, that, 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 that may need it? Sure. Absolutely. Um, so there, there are many things, but I would say that, um, find out what it is that you want to do. It doesn't matter who 
doesn't matter who don't co-sign it doesn't matter who doesn't who don't agree as long as it's legal as, as long as it's something that you want to do and something that you're good at and that provides value then if that's something that you want to do focus on it find people who who have walked the path that you want to to walk and find inspiration in that area um for for my people if any from uh set from the track team um hey i have been there and it was a great journey so if track and field is something that you want to do and because you can get a lot out of it scholarships you can travel the world if this is something that you want to do take it seriously listen to your coach um listen to your teachers as well and find a balance between school and track and field and um work on the friendships that you you can at school because those are very important i wish i had done it more um but that time has passed for me but for you that's that, that will help you and that will take you uh, places because you will have that support in life but whatever you're doing put god first first and foremost and uh know who you are know who you want to be and focus on your goals and what you want to accomplish so that would be my 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 three little steps and advice that i would give okay well 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 said i mean you know it's um right down the alley of um you know of, of what um you know i'm hearing repeatedly um you know from different sources you know on things so my other question to you before i turn it over to ian is uh what you do in your free time i know that we all business you know and you know it's always good to work you know but we know that um we got to balance work and 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 just to you know to to enjoy some of your work <laughs> you know uh what what do you right. since i know you said you are outdoor lover you know uh what 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 are, what are you what some of the things you do in your free time that you like to do sure Yes, so I again I love outdoors so I hike. I just went on a hike uh last weekend, but uh my last big hike I went to Puerto Rico back in January wow. to hike. So I love hiking, I love traveling. Dancing is something that I love as well. So you'll find me anywhere salsa dancing, you know, anywhere Jamaica dance hall and any kind of you you will I I love dancing. So um that's something I do in my free time you know I will meet up with friends you know we go to the park you know just I love outdoors anything outdoors outdoors you will find me there so going to the beach you know hiking um biking running stuff like that that I really enjoy the outdoors Okay awesome 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 All right Ian um let you um, come on in All right, Russia. I I gonna let you get away now because I know a little sneak peek. Because you know, I know a part of it that hobby is writing, and I know you have another book coming out. You know, we haven't heard any mention of it, so you know, th- there's another book in, in in the making, guys. So we're gonna get that out. And Russia, if she can even just give us a hint of the name that is is gonna be. But before we go there, Russell, and uh, I have uh, Richie Innocent on here. He's also looking already for advice to write a book. So it's that Richie Innocent is planning on writing a book. I really had put together a few of your uh, photo, you know, which I've showed that video, and have Richie Innocent, the great dog poet, in the background um, doing this thing. And as I said, that that, that mean a hit. It's over six thousand people that view it. So I see you and Richie already in collaboration, just by the energy both of you together, and we see what is happening. So you know, so I see that Richie gonna need a book coming up. So you you gotta work on that. But you know, 
Just tell us a little bit more about this book that is, is in the making. Sure. So, um, it is this book that I'm writing right now. It's almost done. So, it is about um, the, the basics and the basis of natural hair and how to care for natural hair because I get a lot of questions uh, from women asking me, hey, how do you grow your hair? What do you do? What kind of products can I use? You know, I have a hair loss issues. How can I fix this? So I get tons of questions um, regarding natural hair and you know, how to grow it, how to maintain it. Because believe it or not, and even in the States here, um, many women don't know how to care for their natural hair because they were taught that their hair is bad that straight hair is beautiful, that, you know, the weaves and the wigs and stuff like that. And while I have nothing against that at all, if whatever it works for you, it works for you. But if, um, if you don't, if a, if a woman doesn't know how to care for her hair, then, you know, she's going to have issues. And so I've had tons of questions and that's why I'm putting it into a book. I have tons of stuff already on my blog about hair, but in this book, I'm gonna share how how I grew my hair, the, the techniques and the tips, and and, and the, the the products that I use to get my hair to where it is today. So it's just a, a, an in-depth uh, um, book of hey, how can I help you to have better hair? So the title I can't share yet. So that's just the. <laughs> I, I we got you. <laughs> that's just the. the that, yeah. All right, all right, so, that's so awesome, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, um, so Richie Innocent here, yeah, and it is on the fence there, but we just want to know, let the audience know that in the next week at nine o'clock, nine p.m. sharp, which is Eastern Standard Time, so the U.S. here, but Jamaica would be like eight p.m. We'll be bringing our Richie Innocent, also the great dog poet, and we we'll realize you know he's a powerful influencer too, you know. Right, right outside of states there, you know, Richie Innocent, you know, the, the footballers would love Richie Innocent because he always have a song every year for a football team, you know. So we're looking forward to see Richie Innocent next week at NPM. So viewers, we want to have you back here to, to listen to Richie Innocent. And I'm going to turn it back to Jan and I just want to say thank you, Rochelle, for being on the platform. Thank you for sharing in your journey. Thank you for being such a positive influence. You know, you have really hit us deep to the depth, you know, with with your energy. And also at the end here with the ladies you know, that are watching to hear, there's nothing like beauty. And guess what? You got something for them. So, you know, we really want to thank you for coming on. That is one of the reasons why we do this, you know this platform in that we could share because there's so much many of us you know over the years we have separated from each other we've gone our own way but you know to come back here and share of each other journey what we are doing it is just such a positive uh, move i really appreciate it i'm glad that ian was able to say hey let's let's do this together ian and ian you know and so far i'm loving it i'm here on the platform but i'm loving it so really just want to put it back to the man himself, Mr. Ian or Olympian. Take it away, my brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say, guys, we're so happy that we um we was able to um bring this program to you um to learn a little bit about um hair product and to also get um an author, you know, that 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 in person just to give you um some of um you know our inspirational work. So what I want to do, I, I we couldn't leave this program without, we know that you have another book coming out, but uh, I know you're a young lady and um, you got a, your best life is ahead of you. 
uh, where do you see yourself now in the next 10 years? Um, ju just, um, you know, where do you see yourself? What do you see yourself doing? I mean, yes, what, 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 what are you doing? So, so um, I mean, I, I, I am an author and I enjoy writing, so I see more books in the future. I see, uh, I'm a businesswoman, and I've, I think, I believe that I've always been that way. Looking back right now, I can see where the entrepreneurial spirit came from. So I do believe that that will be a continuation into my future. I can't say specifically what it will be broken down uh, step by step as yet, but I see more books, I see more products, I see um, building a platform of influence because I do believe that there's a, a gap where um, influence and positivity is needed. So I see myself going down that path to influence others, to motivate others. So I'm just keeping it all open. I'm, I'm just having fun. I'm just, uh, you know, putting it out there and see what see what happens. All right, awesome, awesome. So do do any of your plans, um, do you see yourself um, um, do anything over in Jamaica? I know you got a, still got a lot of family over in Jamaica, and I know that um, obviously, um, you know, do do are you able to get your products? Um, do you do you do that for in, in Jamaica, like trying to get your products over there? Or what do you, do you have any plans of doing anything back back in Jamaica? So yes, um, as it is right now, I just started uh, shipping to Canada. Um, so in terms of Jamaica, I haven't uh, had the details written out in terms of, hey, I'm still working on it. I haven't had the concrete details in terms of how I'm going to get it over there and in what stores and if, uh, so on and so forth. I am working on here first, getting it in stores here first and then seeing how I can uh, tr uh, transition that over to Jamaica. But I, that, that is in the cards. Okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm really looking forward to see your product in Walmart, um, and Target, and all those. <laughs> you know, uh, in all those stores because you know, you know, the time is coming. So one other question I have for you, and we couldn't we couldn't leave this program about mention something about food. <laughs> you know, um, I, I know that we deal with the hair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how, how important um, does the diet play a role in terms of um, how healthy your hair is uh, or you ju it just from the outside in? What about from the inside out? Oh, the inside out is, is uh, paramount. It is very important um, because you are what you eat. Your skin, your hair, it, it, it's all from the inside. And while um, you know we can do things from the outside to maintain and retain, hair growth happens from within. Because hair growth starts from the follicle inside of the scalp. So you have to you know, have a healthy diet. Exercise helps. But uh, honestly, the majority of hair growth and type and texture comes from genetics. So I'm gonna be honest with that. If the type, your hair type, growth rate, all come from genetic but genetics but at the end of the day um what you eat how you take care of your body how you take care of yourself plays an important role on how how your hair how your skin how oh, everything overall how it plays out how it looks so you have to take care of yourself from the inside out okay awesome awesome so can you share with us um i i know how you manage um 
to 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 to, um, to keep your physique um, in terms of what what what's your favorite meal? What do you what would you you know what what eating like for you in terms of um, you know um, are you um, greens? Uh, are you you know you don't have any special uh, routine routine? So I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I do not have a specific. Well, here, here's what I'll say though. Um, I do still, I do still, I cook primarily let me say that i don't eat out that much i cook most of my stuff that's how i was raised so i cook all of my meals and you know when i get too busy and then i'll i'll go get a salad or eat something healthier on the outside but i try to stay away from the usual sweet stuff the carbs and stuff like that and um i try to stick to you know the 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 the, the jamaican food that you know the, the yams the potatoes chicken stuff like that and i try to stay away from fried foods and stuff like that so it's nothing specific but it's just eliminating certain things from my diet okay well awesome guys well as i said we get to know a little bit more about um what what life is like for you and i know that um you know i will definitely go back and, and listen to your program and just listen to you again um we really enjoy you i really would love for you to come back and visit us when you going to do the next book so we could um you know we could um learn some more from you um we believe that this next book gonna be powerful so we'd love for you to come back with us and share about your book whenever the time comes you know just let us know or we'll see afterwards if there's anything we could do for you when you're doing your book um the, i i believe and trust with all my heart that um you know you're on you're destined for greatness and um you know with your spirituality and with your competitiveness you know and and with 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 with, with your past and all the discipline that you have learned from an early age um i believe now that that now will set you up for the, the you know the, the future so i'm gonna turn it over to end for any final words and then um i'll say a final word and then we'll you know um and you know close the program well russell as i said it was it was a pleasure having you and you know i just want to say that you have run a good race you know thus far you have run a good race and we realize that it, it's not over you know there's a lot more to come and Russell, I'm not gonna let you go. I have a problem, child. You, you're gonna get to know me. I have a problem, child. So I want you to turn back a little bit and let them see the back of the year, you know, because it's just out there looking so good. Let's see what's <laughs> there. <Can> I... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show, I'll show you a little bit. Uh, hold on. So it's all natural, guys. That's it. Yep. That's it. My wife loves to see that. That's why you do it. She just loves to see her natural hair. You know, see that I every day she feels it's growing, it's growing. You know, but it, it's amazing. I just love natural hair. Yes, I love I love, 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 love seeing it. Thank yes, you so uh, much. Uh, before I go, I want... I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Say what you gotta say. Let us know. No, I was gonna I was, I was gonna say before I go, I wanna thank you guys for having me on. It's it has been an absolute pleasure and i am i am very grateful for 
for the support from not just you but everybody that the says family and even people who are not in the says family who have supported me uh my teachers at stats every one of you guys have played an integral role in who i am today my friends other people who have interacted the grounds people the talk shop people everybody i'm i'm grateful for you guys and i thank you all for the support and the love so just i'm grateful thank you all right guys so we are coming to the end of another episode of real talk with ian and ian um today's guest in studio was rochelle farkinson she's a writer entrepreneur a blogger who motivates women to practice self-love self-care and inspire women to embrace their natural god-given beauty and help women improve their hair and skin care practice with all said and done as she said if you like to learn and know more about her you can um follow her um on facebook um uh, she has um um and she has done plenty of blogs you could follow her or you know you could contact me and i'll con I'll, you know um you know make me connect so with that said and done we're gonna um end today's broadcast and we just gotta set from the bottom of our heart we thank you for your time thank you for um just sharing some of um your journey um from you know stats back to now and as i said we're just excited and you know we hope to talk to you in the future again so that's it and then um thank you again all right all right thank you for having me thank you very much all right all right take care all right bye bye all right, Ian, we got this beautiful background, St. Elizabeth Technical Lawn um, that we're looking at today. And so just so happy that we can always find a way to let, um, you know, and for the viewers that doesn't know, St. Elizabeth Technical High School, we're, it's based in Santa Cruz, Jamaica. So we're going to let you know, I know we keep talking about this school, but this school is based in Santa Cruz, Latest um, town in Saint Elizabeth, Jamaica. So ju just to um, ju you know, just to let you update you for that. So with that said and done, Ian, any final words? Just a, a wonderful afternoon, man. I know. I, I wake up this morning and I'm telling you, I wake up with this positive energy. I knew this interview would have been you know, an amazing one. Simple, just touching and really to everyone that uh, who, are, who are listening today they would have walked away with something from this interview and that's that's that that's what i love about this platform is that we bring everybody something there's something here for somebody there's a little, a little nugget for everyone that comes on the platform and we just appreciate our viewers our listeners you know and we just gotta get better each day because as we grow we learn and we help each other so that's about one day all right well thank you so much man i'm looking forward to see you um for tonight's um uh, on the program at the nine o'clock so guys please join us back at nine o'clock it's going to be another great episode um it's going to be um one of the first um medalists for jamaica um in the feet in the shot put and she has a definitely has a great story and she'll be on the platform with her husband so we hope to um, borrow your support um, tonight at nine o'clock, and um, yeah, and here Rochelle has posted the blog for all the, the viewers that um, are on the chat. 
So um, thank you so much, Rochelle. And um, again, we're going to end the broadcast and we will we'll see you back in approximately two hours. Thank you.